Welcome to episode 56 of The Roger Snipes Show. Thank you for tuning in to The Roger Snipes Show. The aim of each episode is to leave you feeling more informed than when you started. You can expect a vast array of subjects from functional medicine to economic developments. Each week, I'll be interviewing experts in different fields to bring you an awesome show. The Rod 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 Roger Snipes Show. Yo, what's going on, peeps? Welcome back. And today it's gonna be a good episode. Not just good, it's gonna be pretty amazing. I'm super excited because the person I have on today goes by the name of Jim Quick. If you don't know Jim, then I don't know where you've been hiding. <laughs> he is like a, a world-renowned brain coach and just just a phenomenal individual. Not just because of his abilities in just how great he is with his mind and how he teaches people how to speed read and just use their memory, but as an individual, as a human being, he is such a lovely person and I can't really say that about most people in all fairness Jim is very very different and when you listen to this podcast um, all the way to the end you'll you'll hear quite a few things which he's going to be giving away for free so make sure that you listen all the way and don't skip everything and just go straight to the end either <laughs> But yeah, really cool, man, really cool. But before I get into that, I just want to make a, or give a couple of mentions. And the first one is to do with uh, some deodorant, which I recently picked up. But this deodorant isn't like any other deodorant. As you probably know, many deodorants have so many different chemicals in them they do more harm than good okay they might mask up body odor or suppress your um perspiration but it's it's almost done in an artificial sense and the ingredients is pretty bad so uh i'd been on the lookout to find something decent and i i came across this particular deodorant which is called wild yes that's actually the name <laughs> so wild is a natural deodorant and they are a single use plastic free uh, with a case made to last and refills as well which you can put in the uh, case which you keep and refill um, that is uh, it's recyclable and also fully compostable the refills uh, lid is made from bamboo pulp and the deodorant itself is made by all different natural ingredients things like uh, caprylic triglyceride coconut oil sunflower seed wax and um, cacao seed butter and they've got loads of great scents as well like bergamot rituals and coconut dreams orange zest uh, rose blush, mint fresh, toffee apple, lavender haze, and cotton 
Breeze. <laughs> that alone sounds so fresh. So fresh. So just check them out. Visit uh, wearewild.com and use discount code SNIPES20 and get 20% off. That website link again is wearewild.com and use discount code SNIPES20 for 20% off. All right, so the next mention I'd like to talk about is toothpaste. <laughs> if you're still using regular toothpaste, <laughs> then you've obviously not checked out my previous podcasts. I've spoken to at least two dentists about uh, oral health and uh, yeah, if you're still using <laughs> regular toothpaste, you've been ill-informed or misinformed, uninformed, whatever the term is about the dangers of the ingredients which are found in them. And fluoride being one of them, uh, fluoride alone is a neurotoxin. So if your brain is important to you, you might wanna discard it uh, in replacement for something better like Dr. Hisham's tooth serum, which is the world's first dentist-made holistic oral health care system for your complete well-being. Now, you've probably heard a lot about the microbiome in the gut. Well, have you heard about the microbiome in the mouth? And uh, one of its purposes, uh, which it serves, is to protect your mouth from infections. If you have uh, regular toothpaste, it basically destroys the ecosystem in your mouth, leaving you prone to many infections, and in fact, works more like a detergent, which is pretty nasty. Now, Dr. Hisham's toothpaste has prebiotic blends of organic coconut oil, organic uh, coca butter with theobromine, and New Zealand's manuka tea tree oils, bioactive plant fibers, uh, then fortified with essential biominerals and vegan vitamin K2 and D3. So if you want to move away from mouth detergent for something that is going to actually take care of your teeth and your gums, then definitely check this out. Now, the website link you need to go to is drhishams.nz forward slash discount forward slash snipes 10. Let me tell you that again. The website link is drhishams.nz forward slash discount forward slash snipes 10. Now with the whole link, you'll get 10% off your whole order. Okay, so, <sighs> wicked, I'm excited. <laughs> so yeah, today I got the chance to speak to the legendary Jim Quick. You could say, you know, he's the master of brain training and world-renowned memory and speed reading expert. After reading his book, Limitless, there were parts of his story that really resonated with me because as many of you know, he, you could say he had learning difficulties at school and he really struggled at the beginning and it, it really kind of encouraged him to embark on this mission to becoming who he is today. You know, it was somebody gave him an insight that 
it was entirely up to him whether he wanted to make a change. So, Jim Quick, he is the founder of Quick Learning and a widely recognized world expert in speed reading, memory improvement, and brain performance, as well as accelerated learning. For over two decades, he served as a brain coach to students, seniors, entrepreneurs, and educators, as well as a an advisor to many of the world's leading CEOs and celebrities. Let's bring on Jim Quick. So, Jim, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing amazing, Roger. How are you? I'm great. I'm actually fantastic. <laughs> I'm so happy I've had the opportunity to speak to you properly. Yeah. Times we've, uh, we've exchanged messages and it's always been brief here and there. And just the chance to talk with you without no disturbances, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Congrats. Show. Sorry? Congratulations on the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's been great. I think... So far, I've done just over 50 episodes, a bit, a bit, a bit away from where you are right now, <laughs> but um, it's, um, it's been great. I've had some amazing guests and I've learned so many things, but most importantly, I've been able to give something back to my community of followers um, who, you know, come to me for great knowledge and having people like you on the show is it's phenomenal. So... Uh-huh. I'm a fan of yours also. I love, I love following your adventures and all the resources and inspiration. So thank you. Oh, God bless you, man. Thank you. Um, so when reading your story, I felt as if I was almost reading my own biography, certain parts of it, you know, because school was also painful for me. It was a real struggle for me. I mean, I was, I desperately wanted to learn, but I felt as though, I was destined for failure. I, I, I was trying and trying. I was like, what's, what's wrong with my brain? I just couldn't digest the information. When my, scro- my, when my eyes would uh, scroll along uh, the page, it would slowly just, I don't know, my mind would just go into self-dialogue and I'll just lose concentration. I'll be distracted. And I, I then started to have self-limiting um, affirmations. And um, I guess, you know, you start taunting yourself and all the self-dialogue. And uh, when other people see you struggling as well, it then makes you feel even worse about yourself. And it becomes a bit of a chain. What would you suggest for people to get around this struggle? Well, I I feel you, buddy. Um, I think all of us in some area you know, it's a process going through life and we always, you know, we always bump up against uh, challenges, but I do believe with challenge comes change. You know, anybody who, uh, who doubts it, just, you know, follow you on Instagram. You just see like, even when you physically challenge yourself, you know, the, the human beings are, are remarkable adaptation machines, you know, both our body, our brain is part of our body. It's the same way. And I do believe that the majority of all limits are learned 
you know, you're not born with this ability, this idea that we're not enough. You're not born with this belief that I'm not smart enough or I have a horrible memory or I'm broken. And everything is imprinted on us through experience, through the environment, through other people's expectations. And um, I think, you know, becoming limitless is not about being perfect. Limitless is about, it's about progressing and advancing beyond what you believe is possible. And we're all on that journey. I think that the adventure we're all on together is to be able this this incredible quest to realize and reveal our fullest potential. But you know as well as I do, sometimes media or marketing or our education system didn't necessarily prepare us or give us the you know not always whispering and having those high level conversations about you know what we're really capable of. Usually, it's this idea that you know, somehow we were broken and we need to be fixed. And, um, and I believe that my personal experience, you know, growing up with learning challenges, when people see somebody who's extraordinary, you know, in, in any way in business, you know, in their relationships and their physique, you know, rarely do they see what goes on behind the scenes, you know, the level of discipline, the level of consistency, the level of maybe, um, investment, uh, persistence, you know, skill development that it took to get there. People automatically see somebody that they could, you know, bench press all this weight and they're like, oh, they could do it because they're really strong. It's like, no, they're really strong because that's what they do all the time, right? And so when people see me do these demonstrations on social media or, you know, live and remember a room full of people's names or 100 words or 100 numbers forwards and backwards, Wow. I always tell people, I don't do this to impress you. I'm doing this to express to you what's really possible because the truth is you could do it too. That's right. Regardless of your age, your background, your education level, your financial situation, your gender, your personal history, your IQ, you know, there's no such thing. I believe there's no such thing as a good or bad brain. There's a trained brain and an untrained brain. And unfortunately school taught us you know, classes on what to learn and what to focus on, what to remember, what to study, but not, you know, what to think, but not how to do those things. There's no classes on how to learn, how to unlock this incredible potential, how to, how to focus, how to concentrate, how to remember things, how to study better, how to read faster, how to, um, how to think clearer and, and better. And so my, my message for everybody really growing up, you know, I was a kid that was slowing down my class because I had these traumatic brain injuries and I was being teased for it. I was being bullied for it. And one day a teacher came to my defense in front of the whole class and said, that's the boy with the broken brain. You know, and all I remember was that broken brain and that label became my limit and that stuck with me and it put me in a box. Right. And I feel like we're all in some areas, we you know, feel like we're not, you know, making progress. So wherever the box is, in your physique is the boxes in your income it's maybe the boxes your level of contribution maybe the boxes your reading speed or you know this negative dialogue you know you and i were talking about you know we could the good thing is we learned it so we could unlearn it and we can unlimit it if you will and when we free ourselves from those constraints and concerns of other people then we really could be that person that we're supposed to be i believe there's a, a better version of ourselves that's just waiting for us, you know? And so if we show up each day, eventually we'll get introduced to that person. Absolutely, that's powerful. Do you feel that there's 
we still have self-limiting beliefs, even if we've come a long way. Like we was once in a position that was deep in the gutter, we've climbed out, we've excelled, we've done some amazing things, but we still have those moments which draw us back to a time when we was really weak and it just, I don't know, you get these little reminders. I know I do sometimes, you know, I, that, that's the reason why I ask you, like, do you have that yourself where everything's going amazing, but you, and you know how to do something, but for some reason you just get a little bit of doubt, like you can't do it or something. Yeah. And I, and I think that's pretty common. Uh, it certainly is for me. You know, I'm, I think every single day I'm working on what I need to work on. I think that often we teach the things that we need to learn the most. And that's definitely true for me. I would have been, uh, my, uh, my teachers would have been surprised if I read a book growing up as a kid, much less wrote a book. And I feel like that the better, the more you teach something, the better you get at it. And so I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people, experts, they, they once, you know, we all, we all start as students and we all start as beginners along the way. I mean, there are times when, when I'm waking up, um, you know, and I'm traveling or, you know, and I got a bad night's sleep and I feel like, you know, pretty crummy, you know, when you're jet lagged and you just, you're in a different environment, um, you know, it's in a hotel room somewhere and I, you know, and sometimes I slip and when you're tired, exhaustion, you create, uh, you know, fear in anybody or trepidation or um, make you eat something you wouldn't normally eat or or maybe respond to somebody and react to somebody emotionally then you would normally do that because you're just in a bad place you know i believe that we do the best we can with what we have you know in that moment in limitless i have a quote from a french philosopher and he says life is the c between b and d life is c between b and d b is birth d is death c life is choice and i really do believe that these difficult times, they could diminish us. These difficult times can destroy us or these difficult times can uh, develop us. We decide and we always have a choice. And so absolutely, you know, we, we all have days that, you know, are better than others. And I feel like that, you know, doing, doing the best we can with what we have on our own timeline, um, you know, and living within our values, um, you know, being kind, working hard, um, you know, helping people along the way, uh, you know, finding joy and gratitude in the little things. I feel like that those are all little things we can do to, to find more success. But, but I always feel like we are always a thermostat. We're never, we're not a thermometer. You know, thermometers just react to everything. They react to the weather, they react to the economy, they react to politics, they react to how people treat them. And, and certainly we all sometimes fall in that direction. But ultimately, you know, we are remembering that we're thermostats. So a thermostat doesn't react to the environment. It gauges the environment intelligently, but then it sets a temperature, you know, and just like leaders, I feel like right now, we, you know, leaders need to have a vision. They set a goal. They, they set uh, some grand dream or ambition, and then the environment reacts to you. And I want to remind everybody that, you know, happiness, true happiness, all the studies on happiness have concluded that, you know, to the degree you're happy is to the degree you feel like you, the locus of control or the, lo the location of control is inside of you. It's not coming from a relationship or a job, it's something on the outside. It's something that we cultivate inside. And so sometimes, you know, we feel burnt out nowadays. 
people think because they're doing too much, but often people feel burnt out because they're doing too little, the things that make them come alive, the things that they value most, the things that, that, that light up like their fire, you know, on the inside. And, and it's just, it's not even just positive thinking, you know, at any time we have a choice, you know, of what we're going to focus on and, and what things are going to mean, you know, in that moment. And then also what we're going to do, right at any given time so we, we always have choices in our life and the challenge is it takes a lot to get over did you see that movie roger um, social dilemma you know this this netflix special where it's uh like people talking about these mobile devices and how we're always connected and you know the challenge is, is they put you know billions of of dollars into research to keep you on that device mm-hmm. some of the brightest minds in the world you know, uh, to understand the psychology, keeping you on that device. And, um, you know, sometimes it could be detrimental because sometimes what you're looking at, it could be dark, it could be scary, it could be threatening and our brain gets hijacked by, you know, that amygdala, by that fear, like a saber tooth tires coming at, at us, you know, and that puts us in, you know, fight or, or flight, maybe freeze. And that's not the place you want to be in when you want to create the life that that you desire the life that you really really deserve so but making the choices to maybe you know put the phone down you know and have some white space making a choice to be able to go for a, a walk and get some fresh air making a choice to listen to a podcast or, or pick up a book making a choice that um you know i think every choice that we make it's not so much what we're going to do i feel like it's who we're going to be in that moment in fact when i when i'm faced with a dilemma or decision you know, like, like you're talking about, it's like every day is a different kind of day and we have difficult times. And I think kindness goes a long way, especially self-compassion, not beating ourselves up when we're not perfect, but just honoring mm. just our own humanity. And, you know, we live in a very, you know, turbulent sometimes, sometimes, and not everything is going to be perfect, but being kind to ourselves, you know, helps us to be able to follow through. But instead of just having a to-do list and when you're faced with a decision or dilemma, ask yourself, what do I need to do? Maybe step back from that moment, everybody. Even think about right now, right? A decision you need to make, or maybe a dilemma you're facing, or maybe some kind of some something that's that's presented in front of you. Instead of asking, "What do I need to do now?" Take a moment and take a breath and ask, "Who do I need to be at this moment? Like, who do I need to be? Maybe I need to be determined. Maybe I need to be confident. Maybe I need to be compassionate." right? Because then that loving behavior is going to come out of that naturally when you're coming from that place of being. You know, I believe there's this success formula that goes be, do, have, share, you know, in that syntax, you know, and often people try to shortcut it. They want to play the lottery, you know, and have a million pounds or hit or millions of pounds, mm-hmm. dollars, and they want to have, but they're jumping the gun because, you know, often when people win the lottery, you know, statistically what happens, right? They yeah, lose everything. Mm. Yeah, they lose everything and go back um, and actually have less than what they started with, because they they have maybe millions of pounds, millions of dollars. They have all that wealth, but they were never being a multimillionaire. You know what I mean? And so they weren't doing the things that that person would be doing to be able to 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 keep and grow. You know that that wealth and. Um, and I, but I do believe that's, that's the formula and it starts with who do I want to be that two of the most powerful words in the English language, at least are the two shortest I am. And you've heard this before. Everyone has just a reminder though, because whatever you put after the words I am, it determines your, your life, right? Your destiny. 
you know, I am, it's, it's, if you think like I, I am stupid, you could learn the great memory techniques to remember people's names or, or to read three times faster or to learn another language. But if you believe I am stupid or I am not, I'm not smart enough, I have a horrible memory, we're still going to be stuck in that box. And so that's why, you know, I, I love, um, you know, following your work listen to your show it's you know because a big part of success is that mindset a lot of people know the methods they they know how to work out they know how to eat right they know um you know they know red light therapy they they, they know should prioritize sleep but a lot of people aren't doing what they know because common sense is not often common practice right and sometimes we have to get out of our own way and really adjust to check in with our mindset and our motivation you know because otherwise mm-hmm. you could have this, you know, a limited mindset and you're still going to be stuck in that box. Or even if you have a limitless mindset and you know what to do, you can be not motivated because some people just, they're, they, they procrastinate, right? They put things off and, you know, we could talk about that a little bit also as well. Why do, why do people not do the things they know is going to be good for them? You know, like we have one life, we have one life here. Why aren't we running towards our dreams? Like we're on fire. It's crazy. I think a lot of people, it's, it's almost like they're unaware of the direction they're supposed to go, go. And it fascinates me. Like, especially if someone says, I keep falling off my, my diet. I keep crashing. I keep eating garbage. And I'm like, you, <laughs> you know what your goal is. Look, why do you keep crashing? I don't understand. You know what is good. You know what is bad but somehow you, you still keep making a mistake. And I think some people, if they've made a lifetime habit of doing the wrong thing, they need to be aware that they've invested so much time in doing the wrong thing that now they need to just take small steps, just little incremental steps. So if they're used to eating trash food every single day, rather than just making it all clean, maybe just clean up one day to start off with. Just one day. <laughs> See how that feels. <laughs> okay. Can you manage another one? But um, I think, yeah, a lot of people, they, they don't implement these steps and create small little habits in their day to turn it into a new habit where they there's less chance of them procrastinating i would say less chance of them doing the the same wrong things all of the time so once once you slowly start to put in a new practice and you become comfortable even if you're uncomfortable with it it doesn't matter if you're uncomfortable with it you'll remember it like i get up every morning about four and i go out for a cycle at five o'clock in the morning and at this type of time of year it's cold and if i'm still a little bit tired or i'm a bit hungry the cold hits me more and i don't like it but it's something that i'm i'm it's like i'm used to it now and i understand i'm prepared for how i'm going to feel it's not a surprise to me it's not um, it's not hitting me like I'm scared of it. It's like I know what to expect, even though it might not be the most pleasurable thing. It's a bit like cold showers. I think I, I, I actually like that less. <laughs> That's, that hits me even more, but I know the benefit. So I just keep doing it. And 
I think when you have systems in place that uh, you do at a certain time, you don't think about it, you just do it. Even if you don't like it, you just do it. It's like when you mentioned something about motivation and I would say if I'm training five times a week when I go to the gym, I would say I probably have motivation once out of those times. And if, I, if I'm motivated, I see it as a bonus. <laughs> I see it as a bonus. But I just do it because I know it needs to be done. I know that nobody else can train my body for me. <laughs> so having those little steps, knowing that you've overcome these little hurdles um, allows you to kind of see further in the horizon. That's what I chucked that in that there. Yeah, no, that that that's in, that's inspiring for me. Do you are you a morning person? I was. I've been asking myself that question. I I do love the mornings. I think during the summertime, it was almost like I kind of recalibrated my circadian rhythm, and I started to stay up a little bit later. And I felt quite comfortable with it. I was sleeping in later, getting up later, going to bed later. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not a morning person. But the moment the weather started to change, I just felt I needed to wake up earlier. So, but to be honest with you, for many years, I'd been waking up um, super early from when I was at school to when I was working for companies, you know, in your standard employment. Um, yeah, I'd always wake up super early go to the gym, then go to work, or I would go for a jog around the park, then I would go to school. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, I do like waking up early. And when I wake up early, I feel as though I'm, I'm, although we're at different time zones around the world, I feel, I feel as though I'm getting up before the world. I'm like, okay, I'm up. I can get things done before the, ro the world is started so i'm ahead if i get started now that's sort of, sort of the mindset i have when i wake up and it's still dark you know i'm tiptoeing keeping it quiet um i feel like yeah i can secretly get extra stuff done um recently i just randomly woke up at two minutes i think it was about two or three minutes to two in the morning like early hours of the morning when i should have been maybe in my second episode of REM or deep sleep. I don't know, but I should have been asleep, but for some reason I woke up and I was tossing and turning and I was questioning myself, like, why are you still awake? Get to sleep. And then I finally just told myself, look, just get up. You can possibly get some work done. So I did. I got up, got on the laptop, had my red light therapy there, blue light blockers, and just got some work done. And then when it hit about uh, four o'clock. Then I just went for a cycle, came back, had so much work done that day. And yeah, I was, I, it was like, I was finished by like midday. And I thought, wow, this is incredible. I love it. Just, I, I just love that. I love being productive. I think there's, um, it's quite empowering when you are productive and you get stuff done. It's like, uh, you get more energy. So yeah. Two questions. And I feel like I'm going in my podcast mode because I'm just I'm just curious. Do you, um, what if you didn't, what if you weren't productive? 
what would happen? Like if you, uh, how would that make you feel? I'd still feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd find a reason to make it okay. I'll be like, all right, what, what's happened here? Why am I, you know, not in my A game? Maybe it's my body telling me something. Maybe I just need to rest. I'll question how I've been doing recently. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm used to being at a certain speed and I'm not at that speed, then I'll be like, okay, just, just take some time out. Something is telling you to slow down. Just listen to yourself. Um, that self-awareness, that curiosity to know yourself is um, it's a superpower for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you mentioned something in your book. I think it was the uh, amazing things of um, the seven, was it the seven lies people um, learn? Yeah. Was it seven lies people teach to tell themselves? I know that, uh, that one of them it was intelligence is fixed. <laughs> I remember that one. Um, what else is there? You only use 10% of your brain. Oh, another one is genius is born. When, when the truth is uh, genius is actually built. Another one is that knowledge itself is power, you know, when it's a lie. And when, I, when we say yeah. lies, a lie stands for me, a lie, limited idea entertain l-i-e limited idea entertain it's not true that uh you know we use 10 percent of our brain it's not true that knowledge it's not true that we're not smart enough you know but it's just a lie it's a it's an idea we're giving energy to it's you know that we're um that we're putting focus into but it really falls underneath the mindset you know i believe that you know everyone should grab a piece of paper if they're able to i know a lot of people listen to this when they work out or when they're driving but if you you can take a, a couple of notes it might be worth it I mean, you can't write it out maybe just picture it you know the the focus of the book really it it was a book all on methodology on how to do these things that you know i'm known for helping people to read faster have through their focus remember names you know give a ted talk from memory those kind of things um but i realized that when I was going to hit send to my publisher, I said, well, will everyone who read this book get the results they were hoping for? And my honest answer was no, they won't because it's missing two, two important elements. And so I wanted to share with your, your community, the, the framework for literal limitless learning for unlocking human potential. And I call it the limitless model. And I think everyone could see themselves inside this model. And then afterwards we could go micro into any area that people want to go into. But really imagine three intersecting circles, like a Venn, they call it a Venn diagram, kind of like Mickey Mouse, two ears that intersect and a face. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. they're overlap. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So um, you, have those, you have those three circles and they intersect and, um, and they're three M's. So I want everyone, let's make this interactive. Tell, think about an area of your life where you feel limited, where you feel like you're not making progress, where you feel like you're not advancing. Where do you feel like you're stuck a little bit? Is it, um, and everyone, you know, it's in a different place. Like, is it your income? Is it your impact? Is it your relationships? Is it your physical health and well-being? Is it your career? You're not making progress in your career. Is it your learning? Do you feel like you can't read any faster or remember anymore? Where do you feel like you're limited? Where do you feel like you're in a box? Now, by definition, that box is three-dimensional, 
right? And there are, that means there are three forces that keep you in that box. But these are also the three forces, the same three forces that will liberate you out of that box that will make you more limitless, right? And I call these three forces the three M's that make up the limitless model, these three circles. Now the last M, the one on the bottom, that are the, that's the methods, you know, and those are the methods, the strategies, the processes for getting a result, for investing, for, uh, for starting a company, for getting a job, your methods for negotiation, your methods for uh, building muscle, lean muscle mass, your methods for uh, longevity, your methods for reading faster, your methods for remembering more, any kind of method would be there, right? For hiring, for training, for anything, right? Um, now, a lot of people, as you and I talked about, know what to do because they see all this stuff, but it, common sense is not common practice. So why are still people stuck in that box? Well, there are two M's that also have to be addressed. And again, all limits are learned. We learn those methods. Maybe we're using old methods for investing, old methods for hiring, old methods for marketing, you know, old billboards or, you know, I don't know what people are doing, you know, like, but just old stuff or old methods of eating, you know, of, of, of just of, of eating, you know, or, or old methods for working out as opposed to something based on, you know, today's science. Um, so that certainly can be upgraded, but also what has to be upgraded is the first M with the first circle is your mindset. Now mindset I'm defining as your set of assumptions and your attitudes about something. So it could be your attitudes and assumptions about money. That's your part of your mindset, your attitudes, assumptions about, um, you know, equality, your attitudes and assumptions about health, right? If somebody has assumptions that they're only going to live a certain thing or that diseases, you know, it's, it's very common or they can never get well, that, that mindset is going to affect, even if they use the methods of eating right and everything, it's still going to affect them, right? Or, you know, that their mindset is they're not worth more than a certain um, salary. And no matter what they're doing method-wise in their job, they're never going to be able to earn more because they're still stuck in that box. That's our mindset. So three things that would be in that circle that people could relate to, things like what I believe is possible. That's part of your mindset. What I believe is possible. Is it possible for me to, to look that good? Is it possible for me to, to be able to live that long? Is it possible for me to read that fast? Possible for me to earn that amount, um, you know, or have the, that many followers on social media or whatever, right? What I believe is possible. And then what I believe I'm capable of. Because you could think, you know, it's possible for Roger, but, you, but they might think it's not possible for them, right? So that has to be addressed also. You know, like, oh, yeah, I know Jim could remember all those names. Um, that's possible for him. Uh, so I believe it's possible, but I don't believe it's possible for me. I'm capable of it. Um, but even if you have that, also what I believe I deserve, right? And maybe people, you have the great methods for dating, you know, and having a fulfilling relationship. But if you don't believe you deserve it, you know, then all behavior is belief driven and you wonder why you sabotage. So mindset really is if you sabotage things, like you take one step forward, and then two steps back, it's usually because you don't believe you, you're capable of it. You don't believe you deserve it. Something's going on in your mindset, right? Because again, you could teach someone a method for learning languages, but if their mindset is, oh, I'm too old, I'm too stupid, you're still stuck in that box. But then you need this, the last and the, and the second M, which is your motivation, your motivation. You could have a limitless mindset. I believe I could earn this. I have the methods for it, but I'm not motivated to do anything. Right. I, you know, my mindset is, oh yeah, I could have that eight pack yeah, abs. Right. Or I know, I know the methods. Um, 
because I see, you know, I see Roger work out, but I'm not motivated to do that. And so that has to be there also, otherwise you're still stuck in that box, right? And so all three of these have to be unlimited. And when it comes to motivation, where mindset is where usually people sabotage themselves because they don't believe it's possible, they don't believe they deserve it, they don't believe they're capable of it. My motivation is usually procrastination issues. It is said that your gut is your second brain. Since we need to eat to live, we pretty much are making most of our decisions based on what our gut tells us. That's one of the reasons why it's important to think about what we digest. Cognibiotics is a combination of cognitive enhancement with pre and probiotics. It contains all of the strains you need to positively transform your brain and boost BDNF, generate serotonin, enhance cognitive performance, rejuvenate your brain, and improve gut-brain connection. If you'd like to take your cognition to the next level, then check out bioptimizers.com and use coupon code SNIPES10 for 10% off. That website link again is bioptimizers.com and coupon code SNIPES10 for 10% off. This podcast is sponsored by BrainTap, a headset which elevates your mental performance through tonal therapy, guided meditation, binaural beats, isochronic tones, and my absolute favorite, which is low-level light therapy. It works by creating a symphony of brainwave activity, which is perfect for learning and productivity. It uses neuroalgorithms to guide your brain to achieve maximum neuroplasticity. It doesn't require any effort apart from putting on the headphones and selecting your choice from the library. For instance, BrainTap Retreat, build a resilient brain and healthy body to overcome any of life's challenges or introduction to public speaking, captivate your audience, keep them engaged and learn how your energy on stage can move mountains. After you select your choice, just pull down the visor and relax. If you're interested to get yourself brain tapped, then click the link in my show notes and at least try for free. Your brain will love you for it. People like they, they know what to do, but they don't do what they know, right? And so let's just take working out. <laughs> Everyone knows as your body moves, your brain grooves and you know, whether you work out five times a week, it's, it's very important to just to just move all, you know, all day, right? They say sitting is a new smoking and we're behind screens all the time. But when you move, you create brain derived neurotropic factors, BDNF, which is like fertilizer for neuroplasticity. You know, when you move and listen to a podcast like this or an audio book, um, then you actually, you're doing something rhythmic, like an elliptical, maybe a light jog, you're actually going to understand and retain the information better, you know, so it's uh, great. What's good for your heart can be good for your head. You know, one of the best, that's one of the best hacks and most obvious hacks, you know, for cognitive performance is just exercise. You know, when you get blood flow to your brain, you get more oxygen to your brain. Um, it's all around good. Um, yet if you're not doing it, 
I, I realized that, you know, after teaching this for 29 years, you know, we have students in 195 countries, we have a lot of data, three things need to be present for people to have sustained motivation. Now, just to be clear, someone is motivated only if it's not what you say. Your kids could say they're motivated. Your team could say they're motivated. You could even say you're motivated, but it doesn't mean you're, mo you're motivated. You can even feel motivated. You, you, your team could go to an event or you know, get, listen to music and get, feel like they're motivated. But the evidence that somebody is motivated, consistent action, right? You're motivated to exercise, right? Because you consistently act and, and your results show, right? Because it's better well done than well said, right? And yet, if somebody is not consistently acting, usually one of three things needs to be there. And so this is my formula for sustained motivation. Um, and it's not just based on, you know, the, like all the research that I do. It's just, it's based on three decades of field testing this with children with, you know, severe learning challenges like I had to aging seniors. I feel like they're losing uh, their memory, their mind to everybody in between. And I believe genius leaves clues. So I realized that, you know, they're, for genius for me, it's not like genius is IQ. Genius for me is like pattern recognition. Somebody who is a genius at relationships, they see patterns other people don't see. Someone who's a genius at negotiation, they see patterns and influence and persuasion. Uh, people are geniuses even learning languages that they have, they have patterns. People can remember names. There's a pattern there that other people can't see. So what I wanna do is take that and make it conscious for people. So there's, a, there's three keys to, to sustained motivation. This is the formula for sustained, mind-blowing uh, motivation. It's P times E times S3. P times E times S3. So let's do this thought experiment. Let's, um, let's pretend we're gonna build the ultimate motivated human being in front of us. And let's say it's to work out. It's from, for them to consistently exercise. You know, what has to be there? The first thing, and you've, you've alluded to it already in your, in, your, in your experience, the P stands for purpose. You know, you might not be a morning person. Someone listening to this might not be a morning person and want to wake up at four o'clock in the morning um, or be out in the cold. But if they have a big enough purpose, that's a, that's a big driver to, uh, to have sustained motivation. You know, for me, I, I really don't like the cold. And I met Wim Hof over seven years ago. And I've been doing cold therapy every day since then. And I grew up in the Northeast in the United States. I despise the cold, I, uh, but I've never missed a day. And it's not because I, it's, it's it is uncomfortable, but my purpose is I know I am doing it because reasons reap results. You know, like, like some people, they just, they know what the, all the benefits, they, um, they feel the rewards of working out. They, they love how it feels and how, how it looks and whatever purpose they have behind it. And they just won't miss a day, right? And I, in fact, I have an acquaintance, not, not really a friend, but someone I've known for a very long time. And he is unhealthy most of his time I've known him. And we were family friends would have interventions saying, look, you got to stop smoking. You got to stop eating this. You got to start exercising a little bit. You got to see, and just wouldn't change. And then one day he has a heart attack, almost dies, has bypass surgery, you know, just really painful and, uh, and goes back to his old lifestyle. And, and we're just like, Whoa, what did it take? Oh, and then no. after that, I see him out and he looks, he's like picture perfect of health, Roger. Like it's, it's like, he looks younger. He looks fit. He, he just, it doesn't even look like the right, same person. 
And I'm like, what are you, what's going on? What are you doing? And he talks, talking about his diet and his sleep. And, you know, I mean, he had, you know, he, uh, now, now he's, uh, you know, stopped smoking. He's doing all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you knew you should have been doing that forever. You know, we've been talking about that. And he's like, I was like, what happened? You know, what, 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 what motivated you? And he was like, he came back from a work trip to his daughter at home and daughter was crying hysterically. And he finds out that she had a nightmare that he had died and wasn't there to walk her down the aisle at her wedding and be there for her kids and all that thing. And she just instantly, he just changed his life. So that, that's, that's what I mean about purpose, you know, and it's not something cognitively. He knew all the reasons why he should do those things, but he still wasn't doing it. But until you feel it purpose-wise, feel the pleasure that comes, the, you know, the benefit, the rewards that come from following through, or even the discomfort or the pain that comes from not following through, like who's counting on you? And if you can't find one or the other, I would ask, do you really need to do that thing? Because if maybe there's no purpose in that, because a lot of people are doing things and getting really good at things that they maybe shouldn't be doing because it's not getting them closer to where they want to go, right? Mm. It's, you know, doing something faster, getting, you can go fast, you can go nowhere fast, right? So you want to make <laughs> direction. So that's the P is purpose. Yeah. But then my mind went, okay, if somebody just has enough purpose, will they always follow through? And my answer was no. Some people will not be motivated, even if they have purpose, because they can be missing the E. The E stands for energy, right? This this important thing that that you talk about all the time, you know, with your with your food, with your breathing, with your d devices, right? That help you to generate more energy. Some people they'll be they know their purpose to read an hour a day, or to meditate, or to work out, or whatever, make twenty sales calls but they don't have the energy because maybe they have a, a newborn kid and they haven't slept in three days. That's going to affect your motivation. You know, maybe they want to read an hour a day. You know, they know leaders are readers. If you see pictures of me on Instagram with Bill Gates, you know, with, with Oprah Winfrey, with, with Elon Musk, we bonded over books. You know, someone has decades of experience and they put it into a book and you can read that book in a few days. You can download decades in the days, biggest advantage. But, you know, if you're not reading 30 minutes, an hour a day, maybe because you don't have the energy. Maybe you ate a big processed meal and you're in a food coma. That's going to affect your energy. Maybe you're not making those 20 sales calls because you're around energy vampires and they're always stealing your dreams, stealing your vitality. <laughs> or maybe you're just stressed out of your mind because everything going on in the world, chronic stress, it just saps your energy. It shrinks your brain. It makes you more susceptible to, you know, to your immune system, psychoneuroimmunology, like all this stuff, Right. And so energy is so important. That's why in the book, I talk about the 10 things I do to generate mental energy to get over brain fatigue, right? But then I went, okay, if someone has a big enough purpose and they have abundance of energy, will they always follow through you know, with their actions? And my answer was no, they could be missing S3. And S3 stands for small, simple steps. Exactly what you were talking at the beginning of this conversation, you know, breaking it down into something uh, manageable because some people aren't motivated because this goal is way too big. I want to find my soulmate, live happily ever after, right? I want the perfect physique. I want to, you know, a million followers on, on Facebook, you know, whatever, right? It's just way too big. And that's why a confused mind won't do anything, right? And so inch by inch, it's a cinch, yard by yard, it's way too hard. And so how do you find your small, simple step? You ask yourself a question. And the question is this, what is the tiniest action I could take right now that will give me progress towards this goal where I cannot fail? What is the tiniest action, the tiniest step I could take right now that will give me progress towards this goal where I can't fail? 
So maybe it's not working out for an hour for someone who's that, maybe that's too big for someone who's never done that before. Maybe it's putting on your running shoes, you know, you know, maybe it's getting out the door, right? Maybe it's not reading an hour a day for someone who's never done it. Maybe it's just opening up the book, right? And that's it. Reading one line in a book. You know, um, Dr. B.J. Fogg, who I talk about from Stanford University that runs the lab there, just all about habits. He's like, maybe they can't floss all their teeth because they've never done it before. Maybe flossing one tooth because who's going to stop at one tooth, (laughs) right? And the thing is, small, simple step, little by little, a little becomes a lot, right? And that's my, my formula for motivation, limitless motivation. So you have the mindset limitless mindset. You believe it's possible. You believe you're capable of it. You believe you deserve it. You have purpose, you have energy, you have small, simple steps. And then you have the methods, which are the full strategies on how to be an, you know, create a company, how to get investors, you know, how to negotiate, how to, how to read faster, how to, you know, be physically fit, right. Um, having your, your BMI, whatever it happens to be, the methods around it, but you want them to be upgraded also as well, because some people are doing old stuff from decades ago that's not current with today's science. And now, just when you're drawing this out, I don't know if I have the ability maybe to share screen. Um, I can show you what this looks like. Um, I don't know if it's here. Um, but when you have these three circles, you have three M's that are here. And then you have three I's also three eyes, that's where they intersect and overlap. And so the first eye is where mindset crosses over with motivation. Where mindset and motivation cross over, you have the first eye, which is inspiration. And there are mindset experts. Uh, There are great mindset book called Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck, right? They're great motivational speakers, motivational books. Where they cross over, you have inspiration. You You have inspiring speakers. You have inspiring movies. And what does inspiring movie do? You watch Braveheart, you watch whatever you're watching, right? It changes your, your mindset um, in terms of possibility and it changes your energy or your motivation a little bit. But you're inspired, but you're not, you know, on the methods, you don't know what to do. Hmm. Where mindset crosses over with methods, you have the second eye, which is ideation. Mindset is you believe it's possible, you believe you're capable of it, M- methods are what to do. So that's ideation. It just stays in your mind, right? As an idea, because you lack the motivation. And finally, where motivation crosses over with methods, you have the third eye and that's implementation. You're motivated. You have purpose. You have lots of energy. Uh, you have the methods for doing that thing. So you're implementing, but you could still be stuck in that box because you're only going to be able to, to implement up to what your mindset allows. If you, what your mindset believes is possible, what your mindset believes you're capable of, what your mindset believes you deserve. Now, if you put all three circles together, all three M's or all three I's, right in the middle, you have a fourth I, and that's integration. Integration. Integration, like mm-hmm. integer, it means it's a whole number. It's whole. And that's, that's just who you are. And that's the limitless state. Now, the reason why I give people this framework is because it becomes a lens for you to look at your life or your learning through. So if you want to um, remember people's names, that's the goal, right? Is it my, you know, and you're not, maybe you have to see what of the three dimensions or more of them or a combination of them is keeping you in that box. Is it your mindset? Do you not believe it's possible? Do you not believe you're capable of it? Is it your, do you not have purpose to remember that person's name or to learn that language? Do you not have energy? Are you not sleeping, right? That's gonna affect 
I mean, I've broken it down to small, simple steps to learn that language or whatever, that, or whatever. Or are you using old methods for trying to get there? And, or, and this is great because it takes the judgment out of it. Plus, you could use this lens for people around you, your team, your children, right? Maybe where if there's a gap between where they are and where they want to be. You say you can go into their mindset or their motivation. Does my kids not have a purpose for, uh, for cleaning their room? <laughs> you know, do they not have any energy because they're staying up all night? Do they, maybe small, simple steps, putting one sock in the hamper, right? Just small, simple things. Or maybe they're using old methods for learning or, or reading you know, back when they were seven years old, when they first learned how to read, they haven't updated those reading methods at all, right? Mm. So it becomes a framework for also modeling genius. If somebody is extraordinary in some area, what's their mindset? You know, what's their beliefs? What's their purpose? What are they doing to optimize their energy? What devices are they using? How are they prioritizing their sleep, right? What are the small, simple steps they do when they're confused or intimidated? You know, what's, what's their playbook or blueprint, you know, method and methods, the strategies, the processes that they're doing on a regular basis, then you could duplicate genius, you know, in other people. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> amazing, amazing. Even when he was talking about the... Uh... The reading part and uh, just methods, which old methods which are taught. And I was thinking to myself, there's so many old methods which are being taught in schools. And I, I, I was going to ask you, like, what's your thoughts on that? Really, um, it's it, it frustrates me sometimes when I think to myself, the whole classroom setting and how it just didn't work for me. You know, unless you are unless you have like private tuition where you can be, you know, dealt with on a individual basis, I just don't feel it's suitable for young minds to digest um, information in, in its full capacity. What's your thoughts? Yeah, so I think, um, I think you're right. I think a lot of people could probably relate to what you're saying and they're frustrated. They're thinking that, wow, if I would have learned this back in school, you know, it would have been a lot easier you know, my life, my learning would have been a lot easier. Um, or if they have kids, you know, going through this right now, especially now. And, um, you know, I think school, they teach you what to learn, math, history, science, Spanish, but there are no classes on how to learn. And I think if there's one skill for all of us to master in the 21st century for our success and happiness, it's our ability to learn faster, learning how to learn. They call it meta-learning. And that's really what Limitless is. It's a guidebook, an owner's manual for the most important technology, which is your mind, right? Because it doesn't, your brain doesn't come with an owner's manual. It's not user-friendly, right? And mm -hmm. so learning how to learn, learning how to focus, learning how to study, learning how to remember, learning how to read better, learning how to think clearer, right? Make better decisions. It's most important because if you could do that, you know, it's like if a genie could grant you any one wish, but only one wish, you would ask for limitless wishes, right? Millions of wishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're learning genie and I can help you master any one subject or skill. What would it be? What would be the equivalent of asking for limitless wishes? It would be learning what? Learning how to learn. Because if you could learn how to learn, you could grant all your own wishes. You could apply that towards money, management, marketing, muscles, you know, Mandarin, music, anything in your life gets, gets easier when you can learn how to learn. And so if there's one change I would make in the school system, and again, teachers, I find my mother became a school teacher because she didn't know how to help me with my struggles. I have major respect for teachers. They're some of the most caring, compassionate, committed um, individuals, capable individuals. It's just the system hasn't changed as much as the world has changed. 
you know, we live in an age of autonomous electric cars, spaceships that are going to Mars. Our vehicle of choice that we're driving to, to learn is like a horse and buggy. And it hasn't updated as much as the world has updated. And so I would focus on learning how to learn. I think there's five areas to focus on. And those are the five areas I talk about in the book, you know, chapters on each. Limitless focus, limitless study, limitless memory, limitless reading, you know, speed and comprehension, limitless thinking, you know, exponential thinking, how to solve problems, how to make decisions, um, how to be more creative and, and so on. So I think that is the, the kind of the missing link right mm-hmm. now, because if kids can learn how to learn, they could apply it towards the things that they're passionate about. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, I think that's definitely what is required. Hopefully that'll be something in the future. Maybe, (laughs) Uh, you know, and that's why I did my podcast. You know, we've done 200 episodes and every episode is learning how to learn, you know, how learning how to read better, how to focus, concentrate, how to be able to change your habits, you know, the best brain foods, how to remember people's names. And, um, and so people could just, you know, search my name in their podcast app and get all the the methods, you know, my, my, and then I'm happy to go into some of these, you know, methods also is, it's just getting the mind, understanding that mindset and motivation also play a role in our performance. Mm, mm. Man, wow. Um, yeah, your podcasts are incredible. And what is it you say that um, bite sized for? I can't remember, but they're only 20 minutes long. <laughs> See my memory. <laughs> Yeah, every episode is no more than 20 minutes ever. You know, the 200 episodes, none of them have gone past 20 minutes. Um, just because it's called Quick Brain. My last name really is Quick, K-W-I-K. I didn't change it to do what I do. That's it's my dharma, my mission to lead. You know, as the boy labeled the boy with the broken brain is, um, I want to build better brains so people have the brightest future. No brain left behind is our mission. So, um, yeah, quick. Everything is, is short because people are very busy and very practical. But people could go to uh, quickbrain.com and actually when they go there, not only will they have access to the podcast, but there are three videos on how to read faster, how to remember people's names and how to give a TED talk from memory. Oh, wow. And it's just kwikbrain.com. And, um, you know, so the strategies are out there. You know, we have over 300 million video views the past couple of years and, and there's a lot of content that's out there, you know, but the main thing though, going back to the power of choice is the biggest mistake I see people doing is don't downgrade your dreams to meet this current situation. That's what a lot of people are doing out of, out of, out of fear. Don't downgrade your dreams to meet this current situation. Upgrade your mindset, your motivation, and the methods to be able to meet your destiny, right? You know, and so you wanna, we wanna be dreaming bigger. Don't shrink, don't shrink every, your, don't shrink what's possible to fit your mind. Expand your mind to fit what's really possible in the world. And we need more people, you know, coming from that place, you know, people like yourself who are, you know, shining examples, because I believe the life you live are the lessons you teach, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, that's, that's, you, that's the physical proof. Even people who have their own online business and everything, you know, I think it's better, you know, don't, don't promise prove, right? Don't say it, show it. You know, and that's, I think the world needs more of that right now, more than ever. And then that's what leadership is, is setting that example and building other leaders yeah. up. But leadership and learning go, go hand in hand. Leader, leaders are readers. I think reading is to your mind what exercise is to your body. 
and that's why um that's why i think it's important to do some people saw that that insta story i did with will smith i was like you know what are the two things you do every day just two things to keep your mind right he's like jim i do two things i run and i read you know i have to do something physical every day and i have to do something mental every day because that's 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 your that's your that's your fitness not just physical fitness but that's your mental fitness too that's powerful that's powerful and i never used to do cardio but the moment i got into cycling that that was mainly it, to be honest with you. I love it. And I know you mentioned in your book about actual physical reading. And I'm trying. I'm still not there yet. But I mean, I listen to podcasts every day. And also, I have loads of audio books. But it's the physical reading I need to get into the practice of doing. Um, you know, because, you know, we, Limitless is on audiobook. You know, we have a podcast. Um, I, I love it. It's just when people are tested for comprehension and retention, um, physical reading tends to score higher because mm -hmm. often when people are listening to something, they're doing something else. They are working out or they are, um, you know, they're cleaning their house or they're driving somewhere. So sometimes they're trying to multitask and if their attention is somewhere else, they miss some things. And uh, sometimes listening, like watching TV, is a little bit more passive than engaging with a book, you know, where you have to be more, um, you know, more, more active. Because I, I found that learning is not a spectator sport. That being said, I listen to podcasts every day, plus <laughs> books every single day, you know, as well. So it's not necessarily one or the other. It's just, we do what we can. And it's nice if something is difficult, it's just like with you and doing cold therapy, everything, it's, it's important to do difficult things. I find that it's important that um, that we always do the easy things in life. Life gets harder. Yeah. And the easy thing is procrastinating, putting things off, binge watching Netflix, or <laughs> no judgment. But if you just do the easy things, life gets hard. If you do hard things in life, you develop resilience, you develop grit, you take that cold shower. You know, you take how you do anything is how you do everything. You take that yeah. same level. You know, you train yourself to be uncomfortable and still act the next time you feel uncomfortable in that meeting or you have to have that difficult conversation um, or give that presentation at work you know you've developed courage you know and I, I saw this movie recently because I was probably many people saw it probably earlier than me but it's like uh, we bought a zoo uh, it was with Matt Damon and he says there's a quote in there it says sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage I promise you something great will come of it and I feel like you know Creating the life you want can be scary, but you know what's scarier? Regret. And one day you will take your final breaths and none of other people's opinions, the things that we worry about, our fears, none of it will matter. What will matter is how we loved, how we laughed, how we learned, you know, how we lived. Mm -hmm. And I, I think now more than ever, you know, we want to be too optimistic to scare, right? You know, we want our dreams to be bigger than our fears. You know, your actions louder than your words, your faith stronger than your feelings, you know, because that's how winning is done, frankly. And transformation mm. happens. That's powerful. It reminds me, I'm sure Les Brown said something along those lines. Um, yeah. I said so a lot of brilliant things. Um, yeah. Fun, fun story. Like when I first got started, I was fresh out of college. This was over 25 years ago. And um, I was got on a plane to do a speaking engagement um, right out of school. 
and it was a connecting flight and um, it was being, it was delayed when I got to the gate and I, I whip out my uh, um, live your dream uh, book, live your dream book by, by Les Brown. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm reading it there. Hey, you know, when you read, you sometimes feel like you could hear the author's voice inside your head. Yeah. Times. And I, I, I swear yeah. I, I heard his voice, but it was like it, something was different about it. And I was like, that was weird. And I swear to you, it happened again. And I look up and not three seats over is Les Brown. Oh my God. At the same gate. Um, and I have a photograph, which I have to dig up of this, you know, 21, 22 year old kid, you know, and with Les Brown, you know, at a, a little airport cafe, you know, waiting for our planes to get to arrive. But um, call it the law of attraction, call it whatever people think it, it is, but just there's certain synchronicities or hypersynchronicities that happen sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when you're just kind of in that, in that place. But I, just a kind of a fun an- anecdote, but that's when I first learned it. And um, there's a testimonial on my Instagram highlights. If you look at testimonials uh, and the highlights, and he was like, somebody asked him, how do you remember all these quotes? And he was like, my friend, Jim Quick, you know, yeah, I'm able to remember all these reading because he has these incredible saying, mm. like, fall down, make sure you land on your back. Cause if you could look up, you could get up and he's just, <laughs> he's just, he's got so many of them. Yeah. Prolific. And he's a, he's a real mentor and a, a, a hero in my mind. I swear you do the same thing though. Like give you, I don't know, give you a, something to talk about. And then you'll, you'll have acronyms for it. You'll have, you'll have some kind of, uh, I don't know. You'll have some words for it. It's like everything. It's, it's, it's incredible. Like people talk to you about different areas. I mean, the, the obvious one, you know, people talk about is your physical physique, you know, like you're this like, like specimen. Right. But it's just like, it comes because people don't see the work. Like anything that I do that's, that looks like that. It's only because I do the work, right? <laughs> it's yeah. like, this is what I'm doing all the time. I'm eating this brain diet. You know, I'm doing this for my sleep. I'm doing this for my, for my, 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 my mental exercise. I do this for my learning. I do this for my reading, you know, and I, I read for four years, I read almost a book a day, you know? So it's just like, that's just how I show up because, you know, when, when you have that, those skills, but again, I didn't start there and I didn't even start normal. I was like below normal. You know, I do really do believe that no matter where you are, your age, your background, anything, it's just, you know, part of self-care is just falling in love with the person in the mirror who's been through so much, but is still standing. You know, we're all fighting battles that nobody knows about. And that's why kindness is so important now more than ever. And kindness is free, so we should be sprinkling that stuff everywhere. But yeah. it's not comparing yourself to other people because on Instagram, it, it's always going to look better. It, you know, and it's not greener. It could be greener. What's greener? The grass is greener where you water it, first of all. But it's also it could be greener and on social media because it's the filter they're using. <laughs> you know, it could be because uh-huh. it's on turf. You know, it's just it's that comparison. It steals like your joy. And I'm saying that the day that I just decided, like you know, even though I was I stopped comparing myself to the other kids in class because I was the worst. You know, like I was there was a, in elementary school they took all these kids and they're like, Hey, we we're forming a new group for all of you. It's called MASP MASP. And it stands for more able student program. And, and everyone was invited except for me and this other kid in class in elementary school. And, and we were like, we created our own group and we called it LASP less able student <laughs> uh, program. 
And, you know, like we weren't, yeah, that's why my book says, you know, upgrade your brain, learn anything faster, unlock your exceptional life. Because exceptional, these kids were the exceptional kids in school, you know, and I've learned that we all can be exceptional, you know, if we're willing to, to do the work, you know, yes. and so. Oh, Jim, it's been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. Um, uh, it, this, this has been an honor. I have a, I have a gift for everybody also. Besides quickbrain.com where people can get the three free videos um, as well as podcast links. If people go to for the speed reading, because I know people are interested in that, jimquick.com forward slash reading. There's a one hour masterclass where you could get a book, you know, anywhere. Just bring it in online and I will walk you through um, this process of not only reading faster, you'll read certainly faster, but you also improve your focus and reading comprehension. And that's kind of my gift to all your listeners. And if people oh. want Limitless, you go to limitlessbook.com, you get it all around the world. Uh, we donate 100% of my proceeds to charity. Um, really? We gave another $50,000 to uh, an organization called Pencils of Promise. We built schools for them everywhere from Ghana to Guatemala. Um, so we're very proud. Full built the school, um, healthcare, clean water for the young girls and boys who, you know, getting sick because of just the environment. Um, and also Alzheimer's research in memory of my grandmother who passed of Alzheimer's. So um, when I was going right. through all those challenges, she was taking care of me. But, you know, at the age of six, I started taking care of her, you know, and so to watch wow. that, and it's something we're very passionate about. When you go to limitlessbook.com, you get the book there or submit your receipt there. You get a free 10 day program from me on top of it. I, I really want to democratize this information to the world. And I appreciate, you know, your support and just, you know, you champion just possibility to people. It, it means everything. Oh man. That's, that's, wow. Wow. That is so great. No, th thank you very much that I can share that for all my listeners as well. And you give all the proceeds to all those charities and, yeah, it's just, it, I believe the formula is learn to earn to return. You learn, the faster you can learn, the faster you can earn, because knowledge yeah. is not only power, it's profit today, right? When you can remember things and remember names and give, uh, and do all this stuff, but then it gives you more to be able to return. And that that's really, you know, our mission really is one, you know, no brain left behind. So, yeah. because who knows that if somebody's listening to this, because I know you have a global audience, you know, in some village and they they end up becoming the next like you know malala nelson mandela or, or elon musk and they, they solve some big challenge in the world because they use their most powerful uh superpower which is their mind i mean that's what's limitless and limit what's limitless truly limitless is our creativity our imagination there's no limit to human determination there's no limit to our ability to come together and i would challenge everybody here is listening to this actually one more thing is to take a screenshot of this conversation in whatever form it is tag roger tag myself post it on your social media and share one thing you're going to do to build a better brain like just one thing share it because when you teach it you get to learn it better and then your fans your followers your family your friends you know we, we, we that's how we do it how do we become limitless in a limited world we do it together so you sh you share a screenshot of this to tag us in it so we see it i'll repost some of my favorites um and then share in the description like one thing you got out of this conversation or one thing you're going to do for your body or your brain uh to get you know closer to uh to challenging yourself and um and then while i'll repost some of my favorites and i'll actually send a copy of this book yes. to one person at random just as a, as a thank you for Ooh, 
Ooh, my gosh. Wow, so much free stuff. I didn't know it was going to be like this. This is incredible. Jim, seriously, man, I love you. You're amazing. You're such a great person. You are. You're, you're going to live a long time. I think, I think God loves you. <laughs> With the amount of love that you give to the world, so much free stuff. It's so much, not just free stuff, it's like really helping to improve the world. It's, it's, it's incredible. I really appreciate you, man, seriously. I appreciate you and I appreciate, you know, the world needs more modern day superheroes. You know, people have discovered their superpowers, but just having a superpower doesn't make you a superhero. You have to use that, that those powers for good. And you, you, you do it, man. So I appreciate the cape that you wear. And I would just say to everybody that a reminder, you are the greatest project you will ever get to work on. So make time, take time to create magic. And my, my final words for everybody is that your life is like an egg. That if an egg is broken by an outside force, life ends. But if it's broken by an inside force, life begins. Great things begin on the inside. And if you're still listening to this, you definitely have greatness inside of you. You have genius inside of you. And now is the time to let it out. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. And your website is uh, jimquick.com? Yeah, jimquick.com. You can see all the links to the book, um, to our podcast and all that great stuff. Um, but yeah, most importantly, just whether people you know, look at our stuff or something, just do something, something every single day. You know, An investment in knowledge always pays the best dividends. I think it was Ben Franklin who said that. And so just take care of yourself and, you know, may you sleep easy tonight knowing that you can handle whatever the week throws at you. May you wake up, your mind's energized, your heart is inspired for a new day. May you move in the direction of your dreams and find beauty and gratitude and all those little things in life. And may you laugh, may you love, may you learn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. I really want to do another podcast with you. I actually had so much other questions, but um it would have taken too long so hopefully another time and yeah. um who knows yeah. maybe see what the community has in terms of questions and mm -hmm. gather them on social media and we'll do uh we'll do we'll do we'll do a follow-up let's do that let's do that superb all right. all right jim it's been an absolute pleasure you're incredible uh have a great afternoon and we'll catch up again soon all right bye my friend you take care thank you for tuning in today's episode any guests which I have on the show really provide some golden nuggets and useful life-changing tips. So always feel free to check out their social media platforms or website links, which will be written in the show notes. These shows are financed by my sponsors, so your contributions are always greatly appreciated. Any clickable links with discount codes will not only provide you with the best services, but will help out the podcast too. So thank you. If you do like the Roger Snipe Show podcasts, then why not give it a review? A five star would be awesome. But some great feedback on what you liked about the show or what you would have liked to hear would be helpful too. Until next time.